Today, we're talking about tips on how to organize your financial documents and papers for your small business. I think this is an area that a lot of people avoid because frankly, it's just overwhelming. So if you need help making sure that your finances are organized and that you know what to keep and where to keep them and how to keep them, then this is the episode for you. Hey friend, welcome to the Small Business Finance Podcast. Do you want confidence and clarity with your business finances? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for tax deductions, how to track your business finances, or QuickBooks tips? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals, but you end up feeling confused and frustrated because accounting and tax is really boring? Hi, I'm Tiffany. I've heard this so many times from my clients who used to feel this way. They feel overwhelmed about what to do with their numbers and wish they could stop the financial madness. They wanted clarity and the ability to grasp the financial basics to know who called when they had a question and to stop worrying about owing money to the IRS. But they thought they weren't good with numbers and the overwhelm put them stuck without any solid financial plan until they realized that business systems are the ticket to gaining financial confidence. In this podcast, you will learn step-by-step systems, easy to understand financial tips, and mindset transformation so that you will gain financial confidence as an entrepreneur. So dust off your spreadsheet, warm up your coffee, and let's get going. I think for small business owners that aren't keen or savvy on finances, it's not really their thing that they enjoy or they're naturally good at. I think it's really easy to ignore the business finances, it's a, it's a easy to put it off. I think that you'll do it later. And then it just, that ball keeps rolling and getting bigger and kind of snowballs to the point that you're at the end of the year, or even now we're kind of into the beginning of a new year. And maybe you haven't done anything for your finances in the business for the entire last year, which we're coming up on tax time. It's almost time to actually prepare a tax return. And so it's time. It's time to get a handle on that. So as we're rolling into this new year, or as we have started this new year, it's important to have a system that helps you stay organized. I think if you can stay organized and if you have some sort of a system or a method, then it really just makes everything so much easier. So I wanted to share some of the things that I think are really helpful so that you can implement these things and start 2023 off on the right foot. The first thing I'll say is Being digital, keeping your receipts and your invoices and your documents in a digital format really is, in my opinion, the best way to do this. Not everybody likes to keep things digital and I get that. So if you are one of those people, then just hang tight because I'll share another tip for you. But in the world of our digital age and clouds and things like that, it just makes sense to keep digital copies. Now let's drill in a little bit. Let me explain the best way that I think that you should be doing this and just for filing purposes. So if you are a small business owner that uses QuickBooks online, then you can actually keep copies of invoices and receipts and tie them to transactions into QuickBooks online. It's actually really easy. Um, QuickBooks online makes it to where you can drag and drop this documentation. When you're looking at the QuickBooks online window, and let's just say you have a bill pulled up, you can actually just drag and drop to the bottom left hand corner of that window and it'll attach the document for you. And then that way, if you're ever audited, it's actually in the transaction and you could pull it up for proof um, at any point in time. Now, the downside of that is if if you ever decide not to use QuickBooks online, then you only have access to it for a certain period of time once you quit paying their subscription. So that can be a little bit of a downfall to that particular method. Another thing that you can do that's kind of like that, but it it uses a third party beyond just QuickBooks Online for 
record keeping and receipt tracking is something called um, Dext, D-E-X-T, used to be called Receipt Bank, where you actually have your own portal that you can forward emails to your Dext inbox. And then from there, tie it to QuickBooks Online to where you end up having the same end result. So these receipts and these invoices are all tied to the transactions, but it's actually a third party uh, integration so that you kind of have the same documentation in two different places. It does not duplicate your work. I find, because I use Dex in my business, I find that it actually makes it a lot easier for me because Dex remembers various vendors and where you coded it and things like that. So it actually is pretty easy to do. And then those transactions all match up in QuickBooks. I guess the bonus there on using that third-party integration is that you now have it in two different spots. So if for whatever reason you decided to quit using QuickBooks Online, you still have the archives indexed. Alternatively, if you quit using Dex, those archives are also in QuickBooks Online. So it's a bit of redundancy, but something that is also an option. Conversely, you can do something as simple as um, having a Dropbox or some sort of, you know, OneDrive, some sort of an online cloud-based system, filing system, where you just get copies of all the transactions, all the receipts, and you just put them in a folder within your cloud filing system. If you want to do something like that, then of course, you're going to want to make sure that it's filed in a way that you can find those transactions, um, which I'll get into in just a second, that step number one, tip number one really is to keep things digital. The second tip I would say is, is kind of piggybacking on tip number one, but you got to figure out what your filing system is going to be. So if you don't use QuickBooks Online or you don't want to tie these receipts and invoices to QuickBooks Online transactions, how do you want to file these things away? Do you want a paper filing system? You absolutely can do that. Or do you want a cloud-based filing system? If you, either way, honestly, if you are going to do this where you have a, a filing system that's outside of your accounting software, then what I would say is, is the best way to, you can do this a couple of ways. You can do this where you keep track of everything on a monthly basis. So January 2023 is the month that we're in. So let's just say you have a folder for January and you put all of the invoices, all of the receipts, the bank statements, the credit card statements, all that in a folder where it has all the transactions for January. Conversely, what you could do is you can have a file specifically for bank statements so that each month out of the year, if you bank at Chase, then you would have a January, February, March, etc. Or let's just say you have AT&T for your cell phone provider and you use that cell phone for business, you can have a folder specifically for AT&T. So you put all of the invoices in that folder for AT&T. Either way works. It ends up really being a matter of personal preference, but it is important to make sure you have some sort of system for organization. Otherwise, your files can easily get lost and you don't want that because if you were to get audited, then if you can't find the files, you're really in trouble at that point. If you are going to use a paper or physical based filing system, you can even do something like color coding to where if you are a visual person, you're able to disseminate very quickly based on a color coding schematic. What is what, whether it's color code for the month, color code for the vendor, etc. But you are going to want to come up with a system that makes sense for you. The last tip I have, tip number three, is to not procrastinate. 
the problem is, is that if you procrastinate, you push out, you push out, you push out, and you know, it's January 23 and you haven't done any 2022 financial record keeping or anything like that, it becomes a much bigger problem. It feels like much more of a challenge. It doesn't feel as doable as if you do it regularly. Now, for certain businesses, regularly could be monthly, and that's perfectly fine from a frequency standpoint because you don't have a ton of transactions going in, and that's doable. For other businesses, really handling your financial record keeping and tracking needs to be done weekly so that you can stay up on it. You're going to have to make a judgment call to see which one makes the most sense for you. Um, and every business is going to be different. So you might try doing it weekly initially. And if that's too often, then you can always back off and do it monthly. Or you can start off weekly. And then maybe if that's too much, you can start doing it every other week. Every other Friday morning is your day to handle organizing your finances, going through, checking a bank account, just all the things that you need to be doing. That the reality is, is you want to stay on top of this because things like this, things like your business finances are important. If you don't have a pulse on where you're at and how things are coming along and what the bank balance is, and if you've got the receipts and there's a transaction in your account, that's a problem and you need to kind of dig into it to figure it out. If you aren't staying on top of all these things, then it ends up becoming really a significant issue because the things that actually change the stuff that you have the ability to make an impact on are the things that you're measuring are the things that you're looking at, the things that you are keeping in the forefront of your mind. And I can't think of too many other things beyond going out and getting more sales. That is more important than understanding your business finances to know where you're at, how you're doing, if you need to make improvements, are you covering your costs? Are your margins enough in your business, etc.? And that starts with record keeping. So I would say is we are starting a new year. It's a really great time to start tracking your financial records in, in your business. If you have not been doing that historically, it's a great time to do it. Yes, it's probably going to be a, a little painful starting off if you're not someone who enjoys doing anything financially related. But again, it's it's something that will pay dividends for you in your business if you are tracking this and doing the things that you should be so that you can grow. And honestly, if you're in this you know, small business sector and you are trying to grow your business, then you need to know where you're at at all times. So with that said, I hope this has been helpful to you sharing some tips on how to organize your business finances. And if you have questions, I would love for you to shoot me an email. The email is down in the comments of the show notes. As always, I love it when you guys share my podcast with your fellow entrepreneur friends. I really want to be able to help more small business owners understand financial matters, whether it's taxes, accounting, record keeping, because it's not something that's talked about enough. And I think it's just an area that is super confusing to most small business owners. So share this with your friends. I would love that so much because it blesses me and this podcast. And if you enjoyed this podcast, then please leave me a five-star review. If you, especially if you listen on Apple podcast, and that also helps get the word out to more people to hear of this podcast. So thank you so much. And I cannot wait until next time.